0: mm <laughs>
1: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Roundtable. My name is Dion and I'm joined here today by Andrew and Phil. Today we are talking about training and powerlifting uh, and scaling exercises. And you know to kick it off, we always do a little weekly recap about how we feel, how our week went. So let's have Phil kick it off because he's been doing some things. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh yes yeah, so my week actually has been uh extremely boring uh it was a week and a half ago that uh my my partner had uh she was feeling some symptoms two saturdays ago and we were like all right let's you know let's go get let's go get tested and to be extra uh safe i got tested too and Uh, she tested positive she had the coronavirus Uh, it's been 10 days since then Uh, so she is finally able to like leave the house and like just (laughs) she went to a cafe once uh, to like do some schoolwork Um, but it's I've also been stuck at home because my work didn't want me going in even though I tested negative since I live with someone who tested positive so for two weeks I've been stuck at home and it has been not fun uh today was the first day i went back to the gym and it was uh it was fun because i missed going to the gym and that's like a nice feeling of like if you've ever like not decided to take time off but been forced to and that first time back if you're like careful enough with you know what you decide to do and you don't make yourself too sore it's like a really fun feeling of like yeah i'm back in the gym uh, I did I did like two or three, you know, bodyweight home workouts uh, last week and it was not fun. I don't know if you've ever tried to do uh, equivalently fatiguing sets of bodyweight squats to a normal gym workout, but it is very hard. It's a completely different t- kind of fatiguing. Uh, I really don't envy people who didn't have like any amount of home gym set up during the, you know, the more shut down phases of the, uh, spring and summer. Cause I did have a gym then at my house. Uh, and I moved since then. So I didn't even have access to that last week. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's been pretty boring. You know, I've been trying to do some extra learning and stuff. I finished a textbook that my boss gave me, uh, I've been watching some lectures, doing some CEUs for my recertification. Uh, but that's about it.
1: Jeez, this this man just tried to break my soul talking about bodyweight exercises. It's like my favorite thing. You're like, you ever try to do bodyweight exercises? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, ouch my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, my week was actually kind of like the same. Um because we came into contact with someone who had uh who tested positive for the coronavirus and to be safe we went and got tested. We both came back negative, but we understand that sometimes there can be like delayed symptoms or you can be asymptomatic. So we uh, definitely tried to quarantine ourselves as much as possible <clears throat> throughout the whole time. I never felt any symptoms really, so I was like I was okay, neither did um my girl. So we were both chilling. Uh but yeah, like I mean, I got back in the playing some soccer again, and the other, yesterday was my birthday. So, <laughs> you know, been a pretty decent, decent time for me. I got Subway. So, big shout outs to the Subway sponsors out there who was trying to help your boy out. I'm um, very <laughs> excited about that. Uh, it was, we still had a lot of stuff. You know, it's like having a birthday on a Tuesday kind of always is the worst because you still have stuff to do. <laughs> you can't just take the day off and throw yourself a little party. So I end up like streaming some more. Um, And recently I've just kind of been trying to do stuff for like the website, you know, new year's is coming along. So trying to figure ways to make my services and stuff a little bit more, um, I guess not value. I guess, yeah, more valuable, but a little bit more catered to clientele now. Um, So I added some subscription plans, ways to do like semi-private training because before I was only, doing one-on-one personal training and through uh, i did actually put out a survey i don't know if you guys saw it um i put it out on like facebook and stuff and a lot of feedback i got was people wanted like semi-private training for like half the cost and that was
0: i'm sorry i almost almost filled out that survey for you but i realized kind of who it was catered towards and i didn't want to like skew your. yeah yeah no
1: that's all right yeah i just threw it out there just i wanted to get like a big grouping of like information try to collect a lot of data points um but yeah like Through that survey, I found, like, the people who, I guess, like, I, I guess I not cater to, but the people who are my following would, like, subscription-based plans and stuff. So I did a lot of, like, work on my website, changed the whole thing, added some, like, online booking, and, yeah, just kind of been trying to, like, build the business up a little bit more. So I spent that time where, you know, I was kind of, like, out meeting people or, like, training people to just kind of, like, focusing and dialing in on that. So that was kind of my week. Nothing too crazy after that.
0: That's cool, man. That's super cool. Yeah, I'm happy that your guys' family or both of your guys' families, obviously, were safe from COVID. <laughs> no one was really super affected. Obviously, you guys did the quarantine and stuff like that, but I'm happy no one got super sick. That's cool. But uh, based off the last point you just brought up, Dion, I definitely agree. Um, obviously, our podcast is starting to be a little bit more of a forefront for my not so much attention, but now that we have a lot of episodes kind of – ready to party it's kind of cool to have some consistency involved so that's nice and you know just kind of focusing at this point i mean i think that every week we talk it's always like so how's your how's your week beckham it's like uh same routine same boring thing it's like not boring because i love the way that i live my life but it's definitely i mean if we're going to talk every week and me give you what i'm doing it's gonna be the same thing every single time so it's nice to have some uh some things to look forward to when it comes to my business and our podcast, because I definitely think that they go hand in hand. And uh, definitely just now now that I kind of have an an idea of what I want to work on in each piece of I guess if you want to get real philosophical my life, you know, like business, physical, mental, financial, maybe, you know, it's nice to have some consistency and where I want to be in both of all of those and you know, just kind of run it. I'm excited to start advertising a lot for our podcast. Woo, fitness round table yes sir yeah i love this podcast it's probably one of my favorite things to do it each week
1: yeah. i always name drop it on my twitch stream i'm like hey if you guys are trying to listen to some juicy fitness stuff come through check out the fitness <laughs> round table always always marketing i mean that's solid so do i just jump right into the to the main course here and just get moving on because i know you i this is like right off andrew's Andrew's road right here. He wants to really like we talked about it. We're like, yeah, we're going to be talking about powerlifting today. And like, He's like, yes. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Yeah. I didn't make that apparent in the group with you guys. just because I was at work, you know, I mean, we all fucking work full-time jobs. So it's not like we just fucking make podcasts all day, but I told Hannah, I go, you guess what today's podcast about? And she goes, no, what? Cause she's always super excited. You know, she's our number one fan for sure. And, uh, she, I told her it was about powerlifting, how we we're going to do kind of a segment on each of our different niches of what we like to do fitness wise. And yeah, she got super excited because obviously I'm just gonna fucking fanboy the whole time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. I was gonna say uh we kind of I'm happy that that you're excited about it. And when you said that we all don't just sit around and make podcasts all day. I'm I don't I don't know man. You don't know what I do every day. <laughs>
0: Dude Deon, honestly like, you you were a big reason why I'm trying to kind of revamp my my business because you work so hard in advertising mm-hmm. and that's really admirable to watch, especially with someone who is kind of in the same boat as you trying to start up a small business. Yeah. Dude. Like I realized that when well, I, well, I mean, I always kind of had the idea that we should have some, some banked podcasts just in case we have to miss a week. But
1: yeah.
0: Advertising kind of fell to the, to the the back end for a bit. And I feel like that's just not an excuse because I see mm-hmm. you having one, a full-time job. Two, you have, like, what? Two different podcasts. You have a stream. You have a, every single social media you possibly can think of. It's like, what's my excuse? Well, I have a full-time job, and I have a small business, and I do a podcast. It's oh, like, Deion has that plus man. every fucking other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same thing with Phil, right? <laughs> like, Phil's sitting here juggling, you know, a family, his business, his fucking work, his everything Also. I pretty much just quit making excuses for myself, and this week was pretty much the uh, the start of it. So, so I appreciate you, Dion. You're doing you're doing good shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I feel inspired to be better at uh, social media from you, Dion. I like I'm trying to get better at being consistent, but you're definitely better at just creating stuff that. Seems more interesting and you do more what? stories and stuff and like <laughs> you
1: guys are melting me. I'm melted chocolate over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, I, I I I do that, you know, a lot, but I definitely appreciate you guys like saying thank you. And like you guys are definitely holding it down and Phil's putting out crazy content. Like so that's like really good and I really appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much. I'm not even gonna lie, Phil got me to get baby carrots <laughs> after a story about the baby carrots i i went out the next day and bought like a thing of baby carrots and some hummus so i was like all right i gotta do this so for all you guys listening out there we we just had like a whole little family moment i'm glad that you guys got to hang out with us and hear that um remember use social media and it's dark didn't we make a podcast about the dark depths of social media too episode 10 episode 10 oh and we got so many coming up. Um. So, yeah, so, Andrew, kick us off, boss. Show us some of talk about powerlifting.
0: I don't even know where to begin with that. And I think it's kind of funny now that we're editing these podcasts pretty frequently. uh, Mm -hmm. I've realized that we all have pretty signature things to say. And I've realized mine is, well, I don't want to get too deep into it. So, I mean, powerlifting for me is one of the most important aspects of my life. And I don't want to deter... Obviously, like my family and my friendships and things like that. But when it comes to sports and outlets for, you know, different type of stressors in your life, I mean, like we just talked about, right? Like you have five, six, seven different directions you're going in. Phil has five, six, seven directions he's going in. And so to have an hour, hour and a half, two hours sometimes dedicated to a craft that you not so much appreciate because I feel like... You know, we're the fitness roundtable. It's all based off fitness, but for me, powerlifting isn't fitness. It's not even a lifestyle either. It's just a, I mean, like for lack of a better term, it's my coffee and my cigarettes. It's my my addiction. My like my go to. My passion. You know, like I said, I mean, beyond my fiance and my family, powerlifting pretty much takes over number three. So I yeah, I mean, I could say you're never. We could have a whole season of podcasts of. Of uh, of powerlifting episodes, but I mean, yeah, that's that's what it is for this me. So I mean, whatever you guys want to talk about, let me know.
1: No, it's it's all open, man. I love powerlifting. Like, I did I ever tell you that I went through my powerlifting phase? Did I discuss this with you guys?
0: I I, I thought you did for a little bit. You're telling how you were with that dude who was uh, oh yeah
1: yeah so so yeah so that was kind of the same thing like my roommate he was the reps one. he's the endurance athlete in the group I was the power guy you know like I really really enjoyed powerlifting because that was when I I kind of fell into that understanding of my body I feel like that's what a lot of people kind of that's how they get into powerlifting I would assume is that when you're doing different training techniques kind of like how Phil brought up earlier how he's like have you like not been to the gym in a while and then went back and it's like this feels good and I feel like that works for people like us because we kind of know our bodies as it is. But like some people don't have that feeling. And then once you kind of get in powerlifting's is that like you do one rep of something and you're like, oh, I'm really good at just lifting up this this weight one time. <laughs> and then someone kind of throws that at. I'm like, hey, have you ever tried powerlifting? It kind of sounds like you're like you said, an addiction. It sounds like a drug. Someone's like trying to sneak to you in the gym. Hey, man. You're doing a lot of reps right there, but have you tried to power lift before? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and you—that's kind of where I went to. Like, I really enjoyed it. I found that like my body was kind of like built for powerlifting. I'm shorter, my limbs aren't too crazy long. I have powerful legs, so I was like good at you know squatting and deadlifting. Um, and the I would always get gassed in like long duration exercise and like training for powerlifting was so much more my style of lifting. And I enjoyed it because, you know, like, you lift heavy weights. Everyone always asks you how much you bench anyway, so you might as well be good at it. Like, if you're already there, you might as well just go for it. And, too, like, in squatting, like, all these things are just fun. Like, those are, like, the – squatting is the basis to, like, all strength. Like, I would have to say. Like, squatting and deadlifting, I, I feel like that's a discussion. Like, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Like, some people say, like, deadlifting – is the base of all strength, but, like, a lot of people are like, well, you should squat more, too, like, squatting is also the key, I'm not entirely sure, I would love to hear your guys' opinions on that, but, yeah, for me, training for powerlifting was just so much more beneficial to my, like, lifestyle, what, I, I enjoyed it more, and I, I felt Honestly, you're stronger. Like, I mean, you're doing that's what you're going for. And I love that feeling. I love, like, when someone asks me, like, hey, how much do you squat? And I'm like, oh, I squat 335. And they're like, wow, that's a lot. I was like, yeah, that's right. That's a lot. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then someone's like, hey, I squat 450. And you're like, yo, damn, that's a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was just so simplistic and good. Like, it just hit all avenues for me. But then again, I also like body weight stuff. So I can't really decide where I want to be. But that's kind of my feelings on. On like powerlifting, you know?
2: I, so I, I like powerlifting as a sport, but for me where it came in personally was once I started learning more about how to train for those type of things and like how to train more specifically and like how I liked it, it really helped me like have more purpose in training, you know, in like, uh, 2016 and 17 and like maybe a little bit of 2018, I was doing uh like everything when I went to the gym. I would do like one day I was doing squats, another day I was doing like clean and jerk, another day I was doing weighted pull-ups, you know, things from all different realms. My training was very consistent but very non-specific. So I was like generally very strong and fit but not specifically moving in any one direction. I mean, I got better at everything, but really slowly. Uh and I was trying to focus on too much at once. And as I started learning more about the sport of powerlifting, but then also like how people train for powerlifting, it gave me more of a uh an understanding of like how to train as a whole, and that kind of spurred on my like journey into learning more about fitness, and that's why I like always hold it as a special place in my heart because although I've been a runner since I was like 14, uh, when I like did running, it was like, oh, yeah, you you just run some and then you're done. And sometimes you go faster, but like, don't worry about why or for how long. Uh, And then for a while I had a coach and I was just just doing what he said. But like when I was like really discovered and I tried to get into powerlifting, I was like, oh, so you do the lift because that's the thing you want to get better at. And you do things that are similar to it because they get you better at the main lift. So you do things that are, like, mostly the same most of the time. And it helped me, like, get on the process of learning about, like, you know, more about, like, specifics of reps, how many sets to do, like, what good variations are, like, you know, you get better at what you practice. And, like, I always attribute that start of the journey to powerlifting and as much as like i haven't competed and like i kind of wanted to at some point in 2020 but then like everything started getting crazy uh and i want to compete in strongman someday too but like i haven't competed in any of those things i've only competed in running races in the past years but like i still feel like the way i train is sort of not not currently but like you know sort of like powerlifting i mean I think what I what I would love to talk about between the three of us is like how we understand uh training for powerlifting and then how that can relate to uh the like the non-power lifters out there listening. You know, it's like uh as a power lifter or like, you know, if we were training like a power lifter, what would that inform about like, you know, when you go into the gym, what you, what should you do? What should you be aiming for? You know, talking about like specificity of exercises and also intensity i think that that's something that uh i've seen some of your videos andrew where you like you like scream in a rep or uh like really go for you know something heavy like a few weeks before competition and like just give it everything you have and i think that that's something that you know not like people on their first day or week into the gym but like as people are getting from like the first few weeks into the first few months need to learn about like, you know, okay, sometimes you can push yourself, you know, here's how to design a program where you push yourself sometimes. And I think that powerlifting can really like teach someone about like that, like high, high intensity that like, you know, with my like specialty that I've worked with much longer than lifting with, uh, with endurance sports, it's like a completely different kind of mental game to be trying to push yourself so hard for like, a few seconds
0: dude honestly i i'm so happy that we always have our mics muted because i got actually a little bit uh emotional when you talked about like you see me screaming or like it really intense and in, in workouts and i think a lot of people think that's just because i'm lifting quote-unquote heavy weight but it's really just like like i put before you guys both started talking like it's not just fitness for me it's not me just lifting heavy it's it's dealing with things that you can't deal with any other way, you know, like, you know, some people, I feel like turn towards drugs and alcohol for outlets or, you know, maybe running for example, or different things, but that's like my outlet, you know, and that's the easiest way for me to kind of release that emotion. So like, I love it when people get super intense with, with shit like that to continue on with that, um, powerlifting for me. And I think this is kind of everything in life. I don't think it's just powerlifting, but it's, uh, it's like chess. For example, powerlifting is lifting a one rep max for a squat, bench, and a deadlift, and you get nine attempts. That's just like learning. Okay, what is chess? Well, it's a, it's a, a board game that you move pieces and you try to win. Now, at this point in my life, I feel like you can equate that to actually knowing what the chess pieces do and actually understanding how they function. Now, I'm. And I don't want to call myself a coach. I'm definitely a personal trainer and I'm definitely a good one, but I'm not a powerlifting coach. I am working very, very hard at becoming one. So, in the near future, please bear with me. However, I will say I do have one client right now, and I will call her an athlete who is a powerlifting specific athlete who is an absolute madwoman. And she is getting extremely strong and she is. Extremely happy, extremely fun to train because those clients that don't dread coming into you every day—they're just like, "What do you got for me?" I want to be as strong as fuck. It's like they're the best athletes ever to train, you know. So that's super cool. Um, so, like, like I said, I would like to make it like moving the chess pieces and being able to know how they work. And I feel like there are some coaches out there who are way beyond my skill level who actually know like the tactics of of chess.
1: So people can do different reps for sets like, you know, someone can do 10 uh, sets of one rep and that is like something that works well for that one person in powerlifting and you're really targeting building strength and, you know, building through that one movement or someone might, you know, like to do like three by fives and that might be where they see the most improvement or that might be something that scales well for them for their workouts and then they can deload and try to like go for their one rep max at the end of a week um it's really different like dependent like building up strength if you're looking and i always say everything is specific to what you're really kind of going for even if you're just like a general person in everyday life and you know every year you're gonna have to like take out your toolbox because you're spring cleaning or something and your toolbox is like a hundred pounds. I don't know if that's like a thing. Or you gotta like move a water fountain from that you feed. Like, what's the what's the thing that the birds jump in? Like a bird, bird like bath? a bird pool, or something. bird bath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like that might be your favorite decoration. That might be like a hundred pounds, and you can't move it because you don't train in a specific way to move something or an object that heavy. So powerlifting might be like something you can train yourself, so you have that like background like memory like everyone says muscle memory but it's just background knowledge and proper lifting techniques. So like if you, this none of this applies to you you probably don't have to get into powerlifting it might benefit you because it can benefit your other lifts and other areas. But you know going back to what I was saying before like make sure everything you do kind of like is spe- is specific and scales to your life. Um, but if you kind of find yourself doing things like that like you have to move a bird bath or you lift a heavy thing like once a week It might benefit you to learn, you know, like a a powerlifting technique or train a little bit of powerlifting. Like that's what happened with me. You know, I wanted to build some lower body strength for soccer. Now, you know, I do a lot of explosive movements, but it also benefits me to have lower leg power for jumping. So, you know, doing some deadlifts and some squats for a few lower reps to build that overall strength will benefit my other lifts when I, or my other movements for being like having that strength. And I think that is something that you have to kind of like target and understand, like Phil said, you know, be specific about what you're doing with your workouts. And like pretty much what Andrew does, too, is he's like, I go in there, but it's yours is still targeted. Like, you know, like you said, you know, your chest pieces and how to move them and work through it. So if you're doing that in a way that is beneficial to you, it will always benefit your overall fitness, even if you're trying to do something different.
0: I probably think it'd be an implement in your life. And so, like you said, I know the chess pieces and the way to move them. I have my workouts written out six months in advance. I already know, give or take, depending on how that feel that day, uh, a percentage of what I'm going to do on, what is it today? Today's 12, um, yeah. two on three, six is my meat. So I know that. So like, uh, uh, you know, two, five, two, five. Let me let me, let me pull it up for you. I guarantee I think that actually might be a Friday. I tell you what, dude, I, I program this like it is <laughs> a Friday. Is I, can, I can show you it right now. Um, uh-huh. yeah. uh, uh-huh. So like on that day, I know I'm doing three by one and I know I'm doing three by one uh, on my, um, my deadlifts. It's just like I am meticulous. I am crazy. And this is why my clients like me a lot, because like I check in on, on them way more than I probably should. I do bi weekly checkups. I don't do weekly checkups. The reason, the big reason why I do that is because it's online. So how am I actually supposed to see you in person and actually ask you how you're doing? So I think it's important to kind of, you know, check in a little bit more often. But that being said, I have my workouts written out to a point where I knew the date off of a pretend number I pulled up in my head. So powerlifting, like I said, it's not so much a month by month basis. It's more of a six month by year basis um mm-hmm. that being said it's not so much just you know kind of lifting heavy for a couple months it's more so figuring out your max reps your max weight programming off your max weight getting percentages done and then going off of maybe depending on what you want to do a 4 to 6 month process and the reason why i love that so much and the reason why that benefits you so much seeing like you were saying is because you when you increase your one rep max Potentially, in quote-unquote, you increase your 10-rep max, right? So you're able to do more bodyweight squats or more push-ups or whatever have you. So I think powerlifting is always seen as that like big, fat, bald-headed dude that does one rep every single time at the gym and just screams. But really, it's very calculated and very scientific, and there's so much research coming out now with how to actually be strong because – one more thing real quick is a lot of people think that piloting is being strong all the time. It's not you peak and you digress and you deload and there's a lot of work put in a lot, a lot, a lot of work put in. And this is just a, a novice. I mean, I consider myself a, a novice pilot there. I'm, I'm very new. I'm not saying that based off my numbers. I'm saying that based off my experience, I've only ever done two meets. I'm training for my third, but I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not a beginner. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a great sport, dude. It's great. Uh,
2: powerlifting and your experience as coaches has uh, given insight into how each individual is like playing a game of chess with, uh, instead of a regular chessboard, every single piece does completely new sets of moves each time you, and you start interacting with a new person. Uh, and how, how I wanted to relate that is you were talking about how, you know, some people when they train for powerlifting, they're doing, uh, I think you said this, Dion, uh, about doing 10 sets of one. And then, not even as a uh, uh, like, as a joke, you're doing sets of one in two months. Uh, on an actual workout that you're doing, and that's like you've you've trained, you've done several seasons of you know powerlifting training for competition, then competing, and you know that you know you can handle that type of work and it's it works for you. But there's there's people out there who you know they can't do uh, like relatively heavy, high intensity work very much, so they'll do. You know, nothing less than three or maybe even four up until like a month before the competition. And there's other people who they can't handle very high volumes. So they won't do anything over five ever. And uh, they'll benefit, both of those people could benefit completely differently. You know, there's some people who like they can't even do singles uh, outside of like competition. Uh, But then when they train, you know, with progressively heavier triples and things like that, that they continue to progress. And the idea that I was trying to get at uh, with my my rambling that I went on was that uh, looking at each different person as a chessboard with randomly moving pieces, you have to learn more about how people generally progress, and then how each individual person progresses. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I'm not a powerlifter or a coach, so what can I take away from this? A powerlifter, Andrew is saying that he's extremely meticulous. And to learn more about how you can uh, get better in training, whether it's uh, in trying to get stronger or in anything else, you need to be meticulous. You need to track. You need to say, you know, okay, for, for six weeks, I was doing this exercise for sets of five. And it was really hard, you know, I, I thought it was too heavy. But then for the next four weeks after that, uh, I did it for sets of eight. And it felt much better, you know, having that kind of information and being able to look back and say, you know, oh, I benefit more from higher reps, or I benefit more from heavier low reps. You know that's the kind of information that uh, you can get out of this is that you know if you track yourself, even if you don't have a coach, even if you don't want to be a powerlifter, you can say, what kind of training what what things do I enjoy and which do I progress from the most? And I think that uh, that like sort of ties a little bit together the the idea that you were saying about being meticulous.
0: Yeah, know I get that for sure. Um, one thing I will disagree with a little bit i don't think that you were wrong don't let me let me change that real quick but you said that each person is like a different chess game with different pieces that can do different things i disagree i think it's always chess and that different people play different games so i started out with a conversation and i move my chess piece and i say so what do you want to do with fitness and then they move a chess piece and then from there we can dialogue a game and we can figure out what type of technique and what type of movement we can do to best tailor your personal fitness that's why i think that a lot of people get afraid with a lot of things and i think that i can tie that into with anything right like we talk about fitness because we're all fitness related but let's go start a podcast about art how many how many episodes are going to have right like none because we don't know how to play the chess game of art we know how to play the chess game of 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 fitness right and so in order to better Increase my game in, in order to better be a "quote unquote" grandmaster, right? Because that's like what you want to be in chess. I need to figure out my craft, and so the reason why I obviously continue to bring up chess with with powerlifting is because at first glance it seems so simple, but like when you really dive in and read and 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 like ingest it, and same thing with everything else, right? Like art, history, whatever. It becomes so complicated. There's so many different ways to to program. And for me, like powerlifting is I keep saying intensity, but I don't mean intensity in the way of screaming and yelling. I don't want you to scream and yell. Intensity means increasing your weight with limiting your your rest. And so powerlifting is about increasing intensity over time and increasing your confidence. And so the one client that I brought up last time, they're so strong but they lack confidence. And I told them one time, if I could put my brain in your body, I could lift so much more weight. Why? Not because I'm this incredible human being, but because I'm dumber than you are. I'm more confident. I love myself, like not love myself, but like, I know that I can I can lift that. So don't worry about that, right? So I don't know, man. Ah, man, I love powerlifting.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I see where you're going with that. Um, That's something that I wanted to bring up too. like, like you both were talking about like chess pieces and moving and like everyone has different technique. And I think that's something that's relatively overlooked in powerlifting is that like, there's a lot of technique involved in lifting weight. So it's not always like, like a raw brute strength. There's a way that you can use a little bit of technique to get you 10 more pounds, or, you know, there's a different technique to make sure that your body loses less energy over the, throughout the movement. And, people don't practice the technique so that's when it becomes a sport right and then the people who don't really focus on the tech i mean i shouldn't say you focus on the technique because everyone should have good form but technique is definitely different than form i would say and i think people get that mixed up a lot like you can have good powerlifting technique but you could also do a different style of technique to just do a regular squat you don't need to do powerlifting technique and Also, patience, I feel, is a huge thing that powerlifters possess over, like, another person because of long rest periods. Um, I don't know what your training or your rest periods are for you, Andrew, but I know when I was doing any form of research on, like, powerlifting, the rest periods were, like, two minutes plus. And I'm like, you're just sitting there for two minutes thinking about a weight. And then, like, what I've seen with my clients, friends, is, like, you would go for a heavy weight, and you wouldn't get it and you can't just go back at it but sometimes you do and some I've seen someone just go like no I'm doing this again and go for it and get it but a lot of times you have to kind of like sit there and just and think about how you didn't get the weight up that time and that is a big mental game for some people sometimes they can't even lift for the rest of the day because they're just out of it (laughs) and it's like it's a weird mix you know like The rest times really can get people. Yeah,
0: not for sure. And I agree a little bit just because, like I said, I mean, I knew on the February 5th that I was going to be doing a three-by-one for my deadlift. Uh, Like I said, I'm very meticulous. That being said, um, my rest periods and my uh, reps and sets always change. Uh, Right now, for example, I don't always time it and never do I really do because I'm I'm more of like a – I have a very, very – bodybuilding type background, right? Like I wanna get my workout done as quickly as possible. So when it comes to high reps, I always do. Uh, When it comes to um, heavier intensity, when it comes to increasing my weight and lowering my reps, I'm definitely a lot more clock conscious. Uh, That being said, I would say my workouts now take me maybe an hour to an hour and a half. And then when it comes to a month before my meet, it'll take me about two, two and a half hours just because, like you said, I'm taking that time, I'm really being meticulous, I'm, I'm, I'm hyper-focused at that point. Because if anyone, and I know people, I'm not saying in sports, but I'm saying people who listen to this podcast, who have had something that they're super passionate about, you know what I'm talking about. You are hyper-focused, you're figuring out, you're doing what you have to do to make sure that that goal is set and achieved. And so, I'm not saying I'm not dialed in right now, four-ish months away. But I'm saying that when it comes to a month away, I'm a completely different lifter at that point. And that's where the screams or the uh, yells come out because that's when it's like that's where passion meets the intensity and intensity. I mean the intensity for the sport, not the intensity for the thing term, which means the increasing of weight. It just, Ah, oh, dude, it's like fucking skydiving, dude. It's like literally so much fun, dude. I, oh, my God, dude. I love, 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 love piloting. And it, it makes me so happy.
1: <laughs> That's skydiving.
0: It is, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if you ever put fucking weight on your back that you think you might fucking die, and then you go down and squat it, <laughs> it, it, it's different, dude. It's 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 different, dude. Heaven, I mean, I don't know, man. I
2: love it. I, I think I know what you mean, especially like you were saying about... Uh with the rest periods that they can be like they can be fun or they can be terrible. It's like, if you, if you've got a, like a workout with some weights that are like intimidating and you do a set and it's like, that was hard. And then like, Mm -hmm. you catch your breath. It's been a minute. It's been two minutes. And then you're like, all right, I got to do that again. Can I do that again? and then you another minute passes and you're like well i'm going to do it again i mean i don't know nothing's going to stop me other than falling down uh and it's you know it's it's a feeling that like you you got to like you were saying uh you become a different athlete and i i want to like remember this and bring up that metaphor again uh when when we talk about like training for endurance things uh because i think that When you think about uh, anything in terms of where you are as an athlete at the beginning or like deep into a season, you're not you're not the same athlete in a lot of ways. And, you know, when you're thinking about like, you know, that workout where it's, uh, you know, three by one and it's a weight that like, you know, four months earlier, like, yeah, maybe you could have lifted it, but like it would have been it would have just wrecked you but after the season after the weeks after all those workouts you get to that point and you're like you're good you could do it and that's like when you brought up that point about uh you know it's it's not just oh he's lifting heavy weight it's not just oh they go to a competition and they just they just do nine lifts like if you combined all the video footage it would be like two minutes long that doesn't sound hard it's like no you're right it's a marathon because it's all the workouts, it's everything that it takes to build up to that. And all those, you know, the long rest periods, it's like, yeah, you you get a long rest period. But it's not because uh, you're just sitting there like lounging, you know, there maybe there are people that are taking like 10 minute rest periods. But like, you know, you take like a, a four minute rest period, and then you get back to it, you're like, you know, you're recovered, but you're not, you know, just chill in there you know you need that rest because your training is that you know intense compared to you know the amount of rest you need and uh you you know you get at it like workout after workout week after week month after month and then like you were saying by february you'll be completely different going into the gym you'll be capable of so much more and that's something that you know i think it generalizes to being committed to anything as like a like a a structured goal in a sport uh but in terms of powerlifting, it's like you know load that weight on the bar that you're pretty sure you're gonna be able to lift in three months but today and it's gonna look intimidating but three months from now you're gonna be sure you can do it and that's something i love about it
0: What's going on, guys? That was another episode of the Fitness Roundtable with Andrew, KMinBarble.com, Phil, YostTraining.com, and Dion at GamerFitness.com. The roundtable is more of a discussion than anything. We hope you enjoyed. Leave a like and subscribe. Stay fit, stay strong, stay educated.